Hey, hey besties. besties. We are back with another episode for you. We are also full transparency, both just getting over being sick. Of course, we're sick at the same time because we're always together. Um, always. So, we're... <laughs> she just went to go take a drink of her coffee and realized that we were recording and she can't do that. And the look of confusion on her face. <laughs> I wish that we, like, actually recorded videos of these so you could, like, appreciate. I like how you're saying, I wish, except, like, we fully have the control to, like, we could. We just don't. But, because we look so bad when we do it. Like, we're post-spin, like, just Sweaty. I have disgusting. my, like, massive binocular glasses on. <laughs> binocular? They're actually, like, eight inches thick. Like, for real, for real. They're so thick. They're so thick. Um, anyways, today we're going to be talking about, um... What are we talking about today? Childhood, friendships. Well, I think it was more going to be like, I thought it was going to be like friendships. I love how we (laughs) (laughs) We don't even know what we're talking about I think we said we were going to do friendships like across life, Life. like how how your friendships change, how they develop, how what you look for in friendships change, um, and maybe some stories about some previous friendships that we've had. Um, Good, bad, ugly, amazing. Things we've learned from these friendships. So yeah, that's what today's all about. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So today we're going to be talking about friendships, kind of how we've experienced them over the course of our 20 to 27 years. (laughs) (laughs) Hillary's so old. Guys, I got shamed the other day for my age. Yeah. Which was so rude. It's actually funny because 27 isn't old. It's really not old. Anyways, so it was basically... Wait, no. Are you telling the whole story? No, I'm just doing like a little quick. Oh my God. So I was... Doing, like, stuff that I need to do for my licensing, which is, like, annual, like, whatever, TB test, blah, blah, blah. Um, And the lady asked if I had had, like, a recent tetanus shot, which normally people will get, like, a booster if they're, like, over the age of 19 or whatever. And she looked at my date of birth, and she was like, oh, yeah, you definitely (laughs) had that. And then, like, her reaction How old was she? She was, like, middle ages. But oh, was, so she like, was, like, way older than you. But I was, like, why are you shaming me for being 27? Why are you shaming like, me for being 27 when you're 60? Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am. Anyways. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to be talking about ages. How fitting. Make a little segue there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about how our friendships have kind of changed, what we've learned, what we've valued at different ages. Um, we're going to talk about some bullying stories. Yes. Being bullied, maybe even being the bully um that's some tea right there and um yeah we're just gonna get into it so our first little age group section is elementary school kind of envision like grades jk to grade seven or eight like you know you're kind of 12 or under um hell like at this time in my life I feel like everything was a big deal and I didn't really know how to grasp what actually I cared about and little things like Somebody wouldn't give me their eraser, and uh, the, all, <laughs> the world was coming down. Like, right? I, there was so many cliques. There was so many, just, like, in, in, in the younger grades, it was, like, not sharing a toy. Or, like, somebody walked by you at re- recess and, like, brushed up against you, and you were, like... <gasps> the audacity. Like, I feel like everything was just so dramatic. Like, I feel like every day I went home, and I was crying to my mom. So that is, like, my teen year. Because really? elementary school, so I think part of it was I got bullied a lot because we moved around a lot. Yeah. And, like, I was constantly the new kid. Um, the second that, like, you would kind of start to fit in, we would move again. Mm. So it was, like, 
as soon as I would figure out like what's cool, what's trendy, whatever, at one school in one location, we'd like move to another and then I'd be like the odd one out again until yeah. like I figured out how to fit in again. So it was like a lot of bullying. So most of the time I just felt like I was like floundering and like the friendship floundering, did, floundering. I wish you could see like the hand gesture that I'm doing. It's like floundering. a little like, I don't know how to describe this. Just move on. Anyways, okay, so weird <laughs> jazz hands. But. What were we talking about again? Bullying. So Bullying. this is my kind of thing. It's kind of funny because I was bullied a lot, but I also will fully admit that I was very unkind and I was a bully. It's such like a strong word to use, but I was a bully to some people and I don't really know why I don't know if it was because I felt like I was so ostracized a lot of the time I felt this is like probably like grade five six seven maybe even a little bit of eight Mm -hmm. I was like I felt so ostracized and people would make fun of me for the clothes I would wear because I was a lot bigger than my friends and so um and I had glasses at a young age and I remember wearing my glasses and the guys in my class um making fun of me for that and like it was a lot of that and I would bounce around friend groups. So I went to the same elementary school from grades one to eight mm-hmm. and I was friends with every single girl in my grade at least once over the eight years. Like I went through every single oh, friend group so and tough. it sucked. But also like I was obviously a bitch too. So it like it comes to a point where, we you know. a self-aware queen by the way. Like <laughs> one of my favorite qualities that Kira has is she is so incredibly self-aware and like you gotta own it (laughs) honestly and I think it's so incredibly amazing because like how else are you supposed to grow and improve in life if you are never like "Hmm, maybe I was the problem yeah well and you know what like I vividly remember I would come home almost every day with a new problem a new fight a new issue I would cry and cry and cry I would sit in my living room with my mom and talk about all the mean girls and how awful they were and you know she was so supportive and she listened all the time and she would support me and she was always that safe space like she was like this is where we love you like you come here when the rest of the world feels too big like this is home this is where we love you but I vividly remember one day and it was probably I remember this probably because it was the only day that she actually was like okay you're the problem (laughs) but she sat me down and she very gently but very sternly was like you need to reflect because and obviously she used different words that you would use for a 12 year old but She said, you need to reflect because, you know, you've had a problem with every single girl in your grade and, you know, the fights are going to happen and things are going to get tough, but you need to reflect when your problem is reoccurring across every single person around you because Mm -hmm. sorry, like you're, you're, you're the problem now. And it was like, I was so offended and I was like, I can't believe that you think I'm the problem. Like, how dare you? And I don't remember how I reacted or what I said, but I I have thought about that. So dramatic and mad. Like, yeah, I probably was. I was like, probably like, I hate you. You're the worst mom in the world. Like, no, 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 so dumb. But I think I probably stormed off and cried in my room and had a moment. Yeah. But I've thought about it every time I've had a fight with anybody since because I'm like, is this a problem that's reoccurring? Is this Mm -hmm. me, or is this actually a situation that's? happening and usually the answer is it's a bit of both because there's two sides to every story but I remember that and I that was kind of when the tables turned for me and I started really in grade eight into grade nine found my friend group and I am still friends with 
um, one of those girls in particular, Kate, um, to this day. We love Kate. I can't eight years. Her. Eight years, which is absolutely insane because, yeah, four years of high school and then four years of university. So that's wild because I never thought that I would have a friend for that long if you told me in high school. Uh, it's also, or in elementary school. She also went to my elementary school. And we were like friends at some point, but I probably bullied her too. And then we weren't friends. But yeah, so it's tough. It's tough. But you need to kind of recognize both sides of it. But I totally see you being like the little, like I do not see you being the bully. No, I was so, <laughs> if I ever was the bully to anyone, like I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Um, but I was the one that You were like bullied. the hurt bully. <laughs> You were, like, just mean because, <laughs> because so, you were sad. That was me. Picture me. I was very, very tiny. Clothing didn't fit me well. Um, we were I, polar opposites. Polar opposites. Like, I was tiny. Clothing didn't fit me well. I had a ton of really dark, like, dark, dark brown, almost black hair that was, like, frizzy most of the time. I had these horrible, like, think of, like, the tiny like rectangular lensed glasses that like every dad (laughs) every dad at some point has owned like those were my glasses and they were thick because I'm blind (laughs) they're still thick they're still thick they've gotten thicker now she thick t-h-i-c-c baby um what was it right so I had braces at one point like I was just like I was a cute ugly kid (laughs) Amen. Like, Amen. My fiance looks at my photos and he's like, oh my God, you, you were so cute. And I was like, are you sure? No. <laughs> no, you were ugly, but we're just saying you're cute. But we just, you know what? We had a glow up. So that's all that matters. But um, I was also like, I mentioned, like I was, I tried so hard to fit in. Like, for example, I vividly remember I moved from one province to another province in that time of my life, like those juicy couture sweatsuits were yes. very popular. Being from an immigrant family, we couldn't afford to spend that much. So I had like knockoff versions, like it was still like the velour sweatsuit. Yeah. So like got that, I felt like I fit in, whatever. We moved and I went to a new school where no one was wearing that. And like people were making fun of me, like looking They're like, at why me. are you wearing a matching sweatsuit? Literally. And it was like, I think it was blue in color. And I know they were like making fun of me being like she has camel toes (laughs) and like all this kind of stuff and like they I didn't even know what that word meant when I was in elementary school I think this was like what grade five oh my god so but like they were so mean and I tried so hard to like fit in and I remember there was like a game of truth or dare that we played and I got dared to go hug a boy and I like went up to him and I was like hi like I got dared to give you a hug is that okay and he was you of course would be like consent and everything whereas like most (laughs) grade fives would just like run up and like grab them from behind and you're like can I hug you he was like so repulsed and like he went and told the teacher and then like yeah the teacher pulled me aside and like I started crying and I was like you got in trouble no she was just like he told me this but like I know like I've seen some of like the things that were happening and like that's what the teacher said yeah in the classroom like so um, she knew you were being bullied yeah and she was like you know, like, let's just maybe change your spot, like, in the classroom, I'll move you up front a bit more, like, she's really nice and understanding, but, like, I think as a teacher, there's only so much you can do, yeah. um, and she was, like, you know, because, like, he said, like, you tried to hug him, 
Um, and like I told her, I was like, I asked like if it was okay. And, like he like freaked out and made a big deal out of it. And like, That's anyway, so, so imagine like feeling rejected from a boy and like you, like I, I almost feel like they probably dared me to do that because. Because they knew. Yeah. And they wanted that kind of reaction. And so anyways, like I went home and I was crying to my mom and dad and like, they just like were so nice and like comforting, but like stuff like that sticks with you. Hundred really, percent. Really I still does. remember like exact comments that we people would make. Yeah. Do you remember the store Justice? Yes. Okay. I do. So they had the Justice tank tops. They were like nine dollars. They were like plain tank tops, and they had the little built-in bras, like the training bras in it. And I would wear them to school, and because I was bigger, like they maybe weren't the most flattering choice for me, but they were comfortable, and I would wear them like as undershirts. And this one girl, I still remember to this day, like her making fun of me and saying it looks so bad on me and what's so funny is I literally still have those nine dollar tank tops and I still wear them but like now for some reason they actually look like kind of good because they're like tight but they're not so tight because I've lost weight (laughs) and I'm curvy now and like I've just cut the training bras out of them and I just wear them as tank tops and I always joke with my mom like this was the best investment like the best (laughs) Like, $7 tank tops I've had since literally grade six, and I still wear them. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Anyways, that's kind of gross. I love those but... things that you have from your childhood that you're still, like, I I honestly, I think it's not even that they're that nice or that good quality. I just think I hold on to them to be, like, it's I wear this now and get compliments so on it, yeah. and it's, like, 12 years old. So, thank but you so much. It's funny that, like, that has stuck with you. I have literal comments ingrained in my brain from things that... This one particular guy in my class who was in my school from K to 8 would say to me, and I have them ingrained in my head, and I think about them. Like, it's it's so... It's so hard. Like, I was literally thinking about them you. when I started training. Like, thinking about what this guy had said to me, you're fat, you're ugly, you can't run as I'm on as as I'm in training like and I, it's crazy because I'm like this guy's irrelevant I don't even know where he goes he's to school now like, like thinking about you anymore. no he's like who yeah he probably has no idea who I even am anymore and but like, one of the saddest stories of bullying is there was a point in time where I didn't even know I was being bullied because I didn't speak late like the language so when oh, we first moved to yeah. Canada um I was five or six years what old. did you speak Farsi okay so um I was born in Iran and my family is from there as well, obviously. So when we moved to Canada, I knew like bare minimum English, like yeah. apple, orange. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. So I didn't understand it. And there was this very sweet girl um, in my class. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. But after school one day, she went up to my mom and she was like, Hi, like... Um, I don't think like your daughter realizes it, but that group of girls over there, they make fun of her constantly. How old were you? Um, like five or six. And this girl was five or six? This girl was five or six. She went up to my mom and said that to my mom. Oh my goodness. And like my mom See, you also remember the good people. Yeah. My mom was like heartbroken, but like how awful of a human being do you have to be to make fun of someone? who doesn't even speak your language. But this is the thing, like, five- and six-year-olds don't understand. No. Like, I think I was so mean to people as kids, and I, like, as a kid, and I didn't even realize, and, like, obviously, you know some right from wrong, and you should know, but I actually feel like kids don't process it the same way. peer pressure is so real. Yes. Like, when you are a kid... Everybody's just trying to fit in. 100%. And so if there's one kid that's, like, making fun of someone... Like, the odds of you speaking out are so slim. I know. It's ridiculous. 
So how did that change for you when you went to high school? Because I know my experience in like middle school and going into high school was very different. Um, A lot of that had to do with losing weight. People treat you so differently when you lose weight. It's ridiculous. It's honestly kind of disgusting, honestly. Um, It is disgusting. Yeah. I also loved it because I was getting all the attention and all these popular girls were asking me, how did you do it? Blah, blah, blah. And I felt like, I had accomplished this thing and people wanted information from me. So I liked it. But then I was also like, this is so fucked up. Like, what the hell? So like my experience in high school was very different. I had a solid group of friends. There was drama here and there. We don't speak to most of them anymore just because we kind of grew apart. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember with most of them having like a big falling out. Um, but yeah, my, my experience in high school had very little bullies. So this is where the drama starts for me. Oh, really? Yeah. So My childhood was drama central. <laughs> and then high school, I was like, oh, I'm vibing. So um, like middle school into high school, that's when we like finally settled. And um, we were like, finally, like I was going to the same school un- uninterrupted. So I was making friends. I had my like little group of friends. Um, and when you're in that like adolescent stage, you start caring a little bit more, or at least back then, I felt like people were a little bit more aware of like their appearance. I mean, you're always aware yeah. as a child, but I think like you become a little bit more focused on like different I, things that you can do to make yourself look better. Yeah, I feel like underage like I want to say like age eight but I honestly feel like eight-year-olds these days do get self-conscious yeah I think like honestly under age five maybe is like the sweet spot where they just don't like they'll pick out an outfit and they're like like wearing a tutu and like a green shirt and pink pants and they're like strutting down the street like feeling themselves I'm like oh my god I just wish that like everybody felt like that about themselves honestly but like, high school is when you start like angel i know and like but you can't I no, but i do can't. think high school is when you start to like know that you can change it and like Absolutely. alter it like i feel in elementary school you kind of feel helpless you're like i don't look like those girls but you don't know what to do about it yeah. not that you should do anything but you and know. like most of the time like there's not a whole lot you can do like i had braces so like what was i gonna do yeah from midway wear so. glasses <laughs> like you're not gonna put contacts in when you're seven right yeah so like that's you have thing. to like, go through that contacts. stage I you have like to be an ugly kid kids nowadays like i look around and i'm like where's your ugly phase and I don't, like, I'm using no. the term, like, yeah. ugly as in, like, you know, like, you know, loosely. Kids, yeah. Like, that phase where you wear, like, your awkward blue eyeshadow. Or, like, they yes, don't your have, awkward They phase. don't have it. Where is your they awkward don't have phase? It. But also, like, I nowadays, see 12-year-olds now. Like, I was wearing YouTube overalls. <laughs> I was wearing sparkly overalls. <laughs> Do you remember like, that what? period of time where those long shirts were in, which were, like, kind of tight up top yes, and then flowy? And then flowing out. <laughs> And they would go down to your, like, mid-thigh. Like, what the fuck is that? Why were we wearing those? No, and why did anybody let us? Like, so bad. They don't have that now. Do you remember... Oh, my God. What was that Victoria... Not Victoria's Secret. Lacenza. Lacenza Girl. Lacenza Girl. Do you remember that? It was, like, the the childhood version of Lacenza. I love... You would walk in and you'd be like... This is amazing. I love it. Like, oh, everything with sparkles. Everything they had with like sparkles. That's why I hate sparkles so much now because I was drenched <laughs> in sparkles from the day I was I five. Like I hate shine like sparkles. sparkles on clothes. I'm like, no. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about sparkles on clothes anymore. Unless it's like, like a really nice like. I mean, we're so off topic. Anyways, high school. Take us <laughs> high back. High school. So yeah. Okay. So I got contacts. Um, my braces. Like took them off. My 
you know, body was kind of changing a little bit. I started wearing clothes that actually fit me and were more flattering. Um, so I was wearing a lot like of things that were more form fitting. And I found like with puberty, like I lost some of the baby fat and I was working out, like I was figure skating a lot. Um, yeah, you start to build some muscle. Some muscle. And then just because like you're no longer, I don't know what school was like for you, but middle school, like we were basically in this exact same class with the same people every single day but day high in school like you're in different classes yeah. so there's different people and you get to like make different friends meet new people and a bunch of different middle schools like merged into one so I had like a really nice group of guy friends and then I had like a little group of girly friends which that relationship kind of was very dramatic like it was one of those friendships where it formed very quickly yeah and then erupted yeah and it was like a, it was one of those drama filled relationships where in hindsight like if I could go back I would literally be like what are we even fighting about literally right you never know how the time but like I remember the relationship the, ended over a cookie like yes because what happens and I like come to realize this is like and I'll talk more about this when we get to, like, what we've learned, but when you are mad at something and you are in a group of people or even yeah. a pair who is mad at something, you, like, build each other up. 100%. And you make each other more mad. Like, like if you and I were, if I was mad about something and you were kind of mad about it, like, I could make you more mad just by my energy. Everybody 100%. can do that. So weird. Like, it's so weird. 100%. And then, like, I maybe, like, at that stage in life, like, we weren't able to really critically think for ourselves. Like, no. right now, you and I, like, if we have a conversation where we're like, oh, like, did you did you find that this person was like that? We're like, mm, like, maybe not. Like, maybe this is what's happening in Or we're like, maybe or they're like, having a bad day. Or right? maybe it has nothing to do with me because not everything does. Like, exactly. Like, you think not about everyone's these other like things. the balls around you. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I mean, it should. Yeah, it should really, like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be like, why, why wouldn't it? No, but what I was going to say is, like, so I think the reason that I had such a drama-free high school experience, I mean, like, I'm talking for the most part. Like, I'm talking 70% no drama. Yeah. I went to an all-girls school. And you would think really? that that causes more drama. Yeah. But it actually doesn't. Because the only drama that I really remember having was drama that I was indirectly involved in because of drama happening within my friend group. I had a friend group of, like, 10 people based on guys from our brother school, who was an all-guys school, and how that was this affecting feels them. This like a teen movie. I love it. So dramatic. Like, so I went to was a... Was it like a private school or... Mine was public but Catholic, all girls. My brother's school, which was our actual brother school, and I'm talking in quotes because like it's... That's just what they call it, was a private um, all boys school. And so a lot of the time, that's how you would... You would do like dances together. I literally yeah. never went because I hate that stuff. But anyways... Oh, me too. I don't... Like I hate it. that. So I never went, but that's when you would meet the guys. And all the drama, I would be involved in indirectly because so-and-so liked this guy and then yes, whatever. That's another But thing. I didn't have that no much drama. of that because... We went to an all-girls school, and so even when we were at school, the only drama you were getting was, like, from Snapchat, because no one was actually talking to them that often. Mm. It's not like they were in the same class, and both of them were, like, staring at them, and it was, like, <laughs> you know? So it was, like, it was so chill, because people would wear sweatpants, no makeup, hair in a bun, like, yeah. you're just, like, kind of... And our school was so bad. Like, honestly, my teachers never came. I Honestly, grade 12, I didn't go to school. I ended with a 98.6. I was the second highest That's grade cool. in my... Second highest grade in my, in my grade. Not gonna... 
not gonna flex but like cookie you guys yeah um but it's literally I didn't go to school in grade 12 and I still got a 98.6 I'm not that smart okay she is she is smart I'm not that smart though and like my school was so bad and I but like that's why there was no drama because there was no guys and I feel like that's a big part of drama in high school so I think honestly when I go back in time I think that's probably why that relationship like exploded yeah because if you like peel back all the layers I think what happened was there was a boy involved. Um, he liked me. Another girl liked him. And then I liked him because he liked me. Um, so that <laughs> I think, like, what happened was there was just drama. And then, like, I was in my, like, I have friends. That, like, I'm, like, more attractive kind of era. You kind of get in your, like, head about it. Exactly. And I think, like, where we were, like, just started high school, I was, like, focused on getting good grades and all that kind of stuff and I already had like other friends yeah so I I didn't take it seriously and I kind of just like let it build and let it build and I really should have addressed it I really should have sat down with her talked to her about it and been like listen like I'm not gonna let a boy come in between us if that was the case I'm just speculating if it wasn't the case then like I think just having open honest conversations with people would have saved that friendship because I remember there was a day where I like went to get a cookie and then I didn't want to go to this like basically we had choir at lunchtime I hated choir I only signed up because my friends were doing it And so I would, like, honestly find any excuse to get out of choir. So I went down to get a cookie. The lineup was long. I sat down at the table with my friends, and then I got my cookie, went to class. So I think, like, people were upset because I lied or whatever. And I was like, no, like, I just just wanted a cookie. So I was like, I don't really care about this drama or whatever. So I started sitting with, like, my other friends, and then it just kept building. And it was one of those situations where I was off in my own world, not paying attention when the drama and the um and like people being upset was just building behind the scenes yeah um to the point where like one day they i think like they they called me or texted me or something like that and i felt ambushed and i think that was my issue that was a thing in high school attacked yeah and so i was like i'm done with this like i didn't want to deal with it um and then like i was crying because i felt like i was being ambushed and so like my mom stepped in and she was like you girls need to, like, stop. Like, this is a lot. Like, can't be doing this. Yeah. And I really should have, like, stood up for myself and been, like, what you're doing, you might have good intentions, but it's making me feel small. Yeah. And it's not coming off the right way. But I don't know that you saying that would have actually helped because at that age, everyone is so immature. Yeah. That, like... That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to look back on yourself and be like, I should have... You know, I should have done done this and that. And you know what? You're right. Now, nowadays, if you, if we had a group situation and, you know, the three of us ambushed you, I'm just talking about three hypothetical people, um, ambushed you and you came back and we're like, this is, then I feel like we would kind of receive that better because we're older and we have more ability. If you had told me that in high school, I would be like, you're dumb. Like you deserve to be ambushed. Like I would have made up something to make myself in the right because nobody was thinking in a way that had any concern for anybody else. No, because you're probably thinking in your mind, like we all have an issue with her. Like, yeah. So she's the problem. Exactly. Like she's a problem. Let's just sit down with her and like talk about it. Um, but that's how you make it bigger because everyone's talking about it. Everyone's ranting. Everyone's ranting. 
no one and is this, saying and this, to and the this, other and this, and this, and this. And then, like, think about it this way. When you're mad at someone, everything they do, you're interpreting yes. with that lens. Yes. So, like, if you were mad at me right now, Kira, and I, like, went to fill up my water and didn't ask you if you wanted water, I'd be like, you'd be like, ugh, bitch. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> right now, you'd be like... What, like, if we're fine, we're not fighting, whatever, you'd be like, oh, hell, can you fill my water as well? Yeah, Like, and you wouldn't no think problem. anything of it. But that's how it is. Like, when you have those lenses on, everything that you're interpreting is with that negative view. For sure. So, yeah, like, I guess you're right. Like, in that moment, like, what could I have done more? I think I, like, if I wanted the friendship, I could have fought for it. For sure. And that's, like, the one thing I regret because I think, like, I never want to, like, at least at this stage in my life, like, I don't ever want to burn any bridges. I never want to upset anyone anymore. Yeah. Like, I would rather be acquaintances with someone. I even, like, I want to cut people off, but I don't want to, like, make them them. mad or hurt them. Or, like, I don't, I never wish bad things upon them. No. Like, I'm just, like, sometimes, like, there's some people that you just don't vibe with, and that's okay. But I only want to have love for them. And, like, if I see their successes, I want to feel happy for them for sure and there's some people where like you're like oh I don't need to follow them anymore or I don't need to like like have their number in my phone because we're not going to be in touch but I don't ever want to cut off that relationship on bad terms anymore yeah because like for whatever reason at that stage of my life they were a part of my life and yeah. they meant something to me but so also think- when you when you cut something off with bad and like you burn a bridge and you're mad at them mm-hmm. what ends up happening like I did that I have people from elementary school that I still think about to this day because they were so mean to me yeah. that I completely cut off. I blocked them. I was like, I hate you. I had a huge blowout. We were screaming at each other, whatever it was. And now every time I think about them, I feel this hatred. And I'm like, I honestly, you know, I want to care about you. And I want, like, obviously I don't wish anything horrible on them, but yeah. I also don't give a crap about them. And because they were so mean to me that it's like, it honestly just takes up my energy because it I'm does. like, really why does. do I need to hold hatred for a person who literally does not ever think about me? So that's the other thing with like ending things on good terms allows you to move on and they don't need to be in your life. But as long as you're not like, you don't want to be constantly thinking about no. them in a negative light because it just burns your own energy. Yeah, it does. It really, really does. So like that was, and then like, obviously like just boy drama, like you liking someone someone else liking someone and I think like in my final year of high school like I had my first boyfriend and I feel like like he changed my personality like all of a sudden I was so insecure about well I think like the insecurities were there beforehand he just amplified them 100% he amplified them and it was such an unhealthy relationship like that's how I feel now like thinking about it back then like it was so unhealthy um like there are sides of me that came out that I look back and I'm like that is not who I am as a person yeah that is not how I am with my fiance like so how did that like how do you think that your friendships in high school kind of and in elementary school changed you for now like what have you learned what do you value now because I know like what I value and what I look for and how quickly I cut things off. Like yeah. I wait so I wait for way less time cutting people off now, even in the past two years. Yeah. Because it just takes so long and then it's you're just ruminating over it. It's this horrible thing. Yeah. So um real quick before I answer that, um I just wanna like mention that like at the end of high school, because I was in that relationship and I lost like I know like we're kind of focusing more on friendships, but I think like that's kind of key because um 
because of that relationship, I really withdrew myself mm. from my group of friends. Yeah. And um, so, like, finishing up high school, like, yes, I was still in touch with my group of friends, but I was much more... I was no longer, like, a main character. I was more, like, yeah. <laughs> that person that, like... You, like, get invited to the big stuff, then. but Yeah, exactly. And, like, I wouldn't be going to a lot of the other stuff or, like, I would be too distracted. Um, but I think, like, what I took with me to university was stuff that I still needed to work on and friendships that I wanted to have with people to have fun. Like, that was the key thing. Like, I was done with the high school drama. I was done with the boy drama. I just wanted to have fun and make good memories and things to be lighthearted. So I don't think, like, I was still looking... Like, I wasn't looking for deep relationships um, within my friendships starting university. However, now, like, things are so changed where I want those deep, meaningful relationships, those friendships that... Like, the people that you want to have in your life yeah. when you're 60. Yeah. Like... I feel the same way. Like, I... So, I came into university, and I kind of grabbed on to whatever I could, because that's what you do when you're into university, mm-hmm. and I was friends with the same friend group for um, two, three years, and COVID hit, and I really realized that the people that I had become friends with were really people that I did not enjoy, Um our beliefs were different. Some of the guys were treating me horribly um, to the point where, like, you know when you talk to... I, we talked about this before. Like, you talk to your mom about something, and then she's like, okay, yeah. but you're still... Like, this person's still in your life. And it was kind of like I would complain about this individual so frequently, and all my friends were like, but me he's too. still here, bro. Like, and we weren't, we weren't like, dating or anything. It was just a friendship, but it was just such a toxic friendship. And whenever he wasn't with a girl, he would treat me like like a a side fling like he wanted to like be with me but then when he did have a girl which was every two weeks he like wouldn't talk to me and it was just this horrible confusing so awful it was it was the worst thing and it went on for two or three years and I can't say that I felt poorly about it for the whole time I obviously got worse over time there was times where we were really close and it was great and you know there are a lot of people at Queens um at my school that feel this way um about this person but and who really dislike him but I truly honestly don't I don't have any negative hatred or feelings towards him because I realized that everything that happened in the first three years three years of university has led me to my fourth year where I have solid friends I'm so happy I'm doing what I love I have money I work my own business like all of these own like small things made me the person I am and it made me think about things differently and it made me value people differently and now if anybody for even two seconds makes me feel not valued in a friendship doesn't answer my text for a week doesn't you're done done. like you're done because (laughs) and it's it's like it sounds kind of rude but like honestly I don't have time for that Mm -hmm. like I have such solid friends that reach out, make plans. And I'm not saying you have to talk to your friends 24 seven. I have friends who I haven't actually talked to for two weeks. And I texted one of them the other day and I was like, Hey girl, we need to get coffee. Like I haven't been, I haven't seen you in a while. And so I just really value honesty now. Um, open communication. If you're mad at me, tell me we'll talk about it yes. do not let it fester and call use me words use words like i feel or yes you, like when you did this it made me feel yeah because 
like even even though I'm aware of this stuff, yeah, the way that someone says something to me, yeah, especially in a moment where we're both heated, really does make a difference. Well, like you called me when we were we had talked about this in another podcast yeah. that we were having a text conversation and it kind of we were talking about something a little bit more serious and Hillary wasn't reading my responses she was just like typing and we ended up her she called me she was facetiming me and I was on my way home from work and I was kind of irritated and I didn't really know why because I knew that like I know her and this wasn't her intention but for some reason I was just heated and I was like I'm not going to answer and then like two seconds before the phone hung up I was like no like you need to talk about this or else it's going to be a problem and the first thing she said was like this is not my intention like this isn't what I meant to say this and I and this I literally, my... like, admitted it. I was like, I have no idea what's happening right now. Yeah, and I said, you know, my intention with this text was to send this, and I'm sorry if what I said um, made you feel differently than I intended. Like, that was not my intention, obviously. But just talking about that and having that open communication yeah. and doing it early on can help so much, even with housemates. Like, I mean, me and my housemates get so irritated with each other <laughs> all the time, and, like, it's kind of an unspoken thing. Like, I can tell when they're irritated with me, and they can definitely tell when I'm irritated with them, but no one ever really gets mad about it because there's no need, and it's kind of like, if there's actually something that's pissing me off so much that I feel like I'm going to blow up about it, I'll say something, and it's the same with the other girls. Like, this, one of my housemates had taken out the garbage, like, four weeks in a row, and we were sitting in the kitchen. She goes, guys, I think we need a garbage schedule because, like, I've done the garbage four weeks in a row, and we were like, okay, cool. That's so immature. And it was like... I didn't say, like, well, you did the garbage, well, I did the dishes. Like, it doesn't matter. She feels this way, and it's valid. She did do the garbage. Have I done the garbage in a month? No. So that's point blank, period. There's no need to have a fight about it. It's just what it is. Like, accept the facts. Accept the fact that things are sometimes going to be unequal, and that's Mm -hmm. okay. But also, like, express how you feel, because holding it in is not not it. That's how it harbors, and that's how it continues to grow until you either erupt or you just hold on to it with resentment. Yeah. And neither of those are good. But you know what? I also applaud your roommate for doing that, because instead of being like... They actually don't know that we have a podcast. Oh. (laughs) I literally was like, when we got our tattoos yesterday... Also, guys, we got our tattoos yesterday. We got our tattoos yesterday. Um, we'll do an episode on the whole experience and everything probably, but, um, I literally was sitting in my room, they were like, what are you doing today? And I was like, oh, I'm getting my tattoo, and then I'm getting my nails done, they were like, wait, you're getting a tattoo? <laughs> like, I just don't talk to them sometimes, That's and so I feel funny. like one day they're gonna find it, because my other friend said it popped up on her, like, suggested, and I was like, absolutely not, stop the pop-ups, stop the pop-ups, so I can't wait till they, they figure this one out, but. Well, they listened to this, your roommate, I think what she did really, really well. Yeah. Was. She not only voiced how she felt, but she offered a solution. 100%. And I think a lot of times, like, and I have the tendency of doing this, I will just state the problem and I will not offer solutions. Yeah. Like, even if you say, listen, I don't know what to do. I don't have any ideas, but like, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. Just opening up the floor for discussion. And the other thing that I just want to mention really quickly, because I just, it popped into my head and I think it's one of the reasons Um, my brother and I are really close and I know we're not talking about family, but my brother is one of my best friends. So I just feel like it fits. Um, one thing that we have both gotten very good at, I feel like maybe my parents will disagree, but I feel (laughs) like over the past few years, um, we've gotten really good at, um, saying sorry. And I feel like it applies most in my relationship with him because I have the biggest fights with him because I'm the most comfortable with him and I have no problem telling him exactly how I feel because I know Mm -hmm. he's always going to be there. Um, 
But there was one, there was a couple situations that have happened in the past year where I've been really mad at him for, oh, let's be honest, I'm the dramatic one of the two of us. Am I the drama? I am the drama in the family, 100% of the time. Um, but I remember he, I had done his laundry, I do his laundry every week because he takes me grocery shopping because he has our car. Um, and I did his laundry and he drove to pick it up and he hadn't picked it up for multiple days and I was so frustrated because it was just sitting in my room and I kept mm-hmm. texting him about it and he was like I don't know I, I, I'm busy like whatever and I was like I did your fucking laundry come pick it up like mm-hmm. I don't want it sitting here and in the moment I felt like that was very valid and maybe it is but honestly like Kira just put it in your closet and shut up about it like it's his clothes like he's not he's wearing underwear six days in a row that's his problem yeah um and he came to pick it up and I was literally leaving my house And I had it in my head that he needed to walk into my house to pick it up because I was like, I did your laundry. You need to come in to pick it up. Yeah. And he was like, well, if you're leaving and you're literally walking to the car that is parked outside your house, can you just bring the laundry? Mm -hmm. And I was pissed off and I, I bring, I bring out the laundry and I threw it on the sidewalk, like in the bag and I made him get out of the car to get it. And I was like, so mad at him and I was swearing at him and I was, I was behaving like a freaking swearing five-year-old like I was having a temper tantrum like it was absurd and I was walking to class and I just was walking and I was like what the fuck is wrong with me I have those days what like why am I acting like this and that was the first time this was probably last semester that was the first time that I called him and I was like hey and I was surprised he picked up because I was like normally he knows that I'm just gonna keep going off on him so he like I was surprised he picked up But I called him and I was like, I'm really sorry. That was not acceptable of me. And I'm still frustrated at you for not, I don't feel like you appreciate the fact that I spend six hours doing your laundry every week. This is why I love you so much. But I was like, but I was like, even though I'm frustrated in that, my language towards you was inappropriate. And my, how I treated you and how I screamed at you and how I threw your laundry was unacceptable. And I am sorry. And he goes, he goes, he goes, (laughs) he goes whoa, I didn't expect you to say that. (laughs) Because, like, I never do that. But that is so freaking important. And there's been a few more times where that's happened. I've done something to upset him. And I've apologized. And I'm sure I've done it in other relationships, too. It's just I think about it the most with him. But Mm -hmm. you have to be... It can be so uncomfortable to say sorry. To say, I am wrong. Yeah. But you can save so much by saying, I am wrong. I am sorry. I am wrong, and it's the hardest thing ever to it do. Is. It's like, but you know, people you have see to do it, it as you know, you have to swallow your pride. No, or, it's not. They're do you extreme. care about the friendship? Exactly. <laughs> like, Number one, do you care about the friendship? Do you want it? Because I will swallow progress? all my pride for a friendship that is valuable yes. to me, even though I don't think that's what you're doing. But I would do that because yeah. it shouldn't matter. No, because at the end of the day, and my fiance taught me this, and I love it. He always says. You are not fighting with the person. It is you and that person against the problem. Yeah. And that mindset, oh my God, it has changed everything. Because in my relationships now, if I value that relationship, if I see that person in my life in like for another 10 years, 20 years, until we're old and gray and talking about our grandkids. um, (laughs) That'd be so cute. Right? Like us, like with our little teas. I really want to have like proper tea china and like bring it out and like we have tea and like talk about our grandkids. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting (laughs) sidetracked. Um, so like that shift 
and mindset is so good because all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I'm not necessarily angry at the person. It's just this situation with what I'm going through right now and what that person's probably going through right now, we're just taking it out on each other. And the thing is, is a lot of the time is the person doesn't understand. Like, the thing with my brother... Yeah, like, the thing with my brother was, like, my brother is actually, like, one of the chillest people I know. And so he's, like, he actually can't compute in his brain why having a bag of laundry on the floor drives me nuts. And my mom, when I talked to her about it, was like, I totally get it. Like, that would piss me off, too. My mom's like, I wouldn't behave in the way you're behaving, but (laughs) you do you, girl. Like, But he actually doesn't understand why that bothers me, so he genuinely doesn't see a rush in picking it up. And that's the difference, is because that's something that bothers me. But as soon as I articulated, like, I'm not frustrated so much about the laundry on the floor, though that's annoying. I'm frustrated that you don't, you're not appreciating. Yes. He was like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. I do appreciate you doing my laundry. I just, I didn't have time to pick it up. And I, and, and that conversation kind of helped us, you know, figure out why I was so frustrated and why he didn't really get it. He was like, what are you on right now? Like, are you good, bro? And I think that's so telling of friendships is like, yeah. You're trying to be friends with someone who's very different than you. Mm-hmm. And even if you guys are very similar, you're still very different. You're and so very different. like you need to understand that even if you're mad, people that might not one know that you're mad if you don't tell them, two understand why you're mad because it might not be something that would affect them the same way. Yeah. And no matter how hard you try, we're human. So I thought we you were gonna going say to... we're here for you, and I was no. like, what the fuck? Are you no, we're about? human. Like I yeah. thought up until maybe Two weeks ago, last, last, no, two weeks ago, I could have sworn that I was not the type of person to lash out at people I love. And it happened. I took it out on my fiance. I was having a really bad day. He did something that annoyed me. And I just went full on bitch on him. Nope. And like, I called him back and I was like, whoa, I am I don't, I'm speechless. Like, I am so sorry. You're like, you're like, I'm a monster. What was I doing? And then, like, the next day I had a conversation with him about how he needs to, like, stand up for himself. And he cannot allow people to, like... Treat him the way that you treated yeah. him? I do that all the time. And, and he was like, I can't win with you, babe. And I was like, I'm just saying it because I love you. Like, I will promise you, I will, like, never try to do that again. Like, obviously, I'm human. Like, I'm sure, like... You're going to have bad days, yeah. Right? But I think, like, the important thing is being able to stop yourself. See, you're self-aware, too. Thank you. I you're very self-aware. Hard. I did therapy. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> we love therapy. Maybe we'll do, like, an episode on therapy. I've actually never done therapy. I thought you did therapy. No. Oh, well, oh, like... Maybe it's I, our other friend that I'm thinking of. Um. Yeah, I did therapy for about three weeks because okay. of my fear of robbers, and I hated my therapist so bad. <laughs> Okay. That's another day. Yeah, we should do an episode on therapy because I did not like my first one. We didn't vibe. And then my second one was incredible. She, like, changed my... We're so off topic right now. I know, we're so off topic. But if you guys have anxiety and you've never done cognitive behavioral therapy, like, I know it's hard. But do it. Yeah, so... Even if you have to get a book, do it. So going back to... (laughs) What are our life lessons? Sum them up for us. So going back to what Kira said a little while ago where, like, I was talking about what I could have done in that moment. And she said, like, but what would it have been interpreted that way? I think interpretation is key. Yeah. So if you, even in this stage of our lives, like, if you are self-aware and you are presenting, like, your narrative to the other person, 
if they're not willing to reciprocate the yeah. effort to acknowledge it or if they're gaslighting you then that's like that's their You're trying to snap into the mic yeah like snap 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 <laughs> yeah so they're it's, fi- it's 50 50 it's 50 50 it is um and i think like in in adulthood right now yeah i think i kind of mentioned it like i'm looking for those relationships that add true value i'm so tired of having convenient friendships yeah because that is what i've had up until this point yeah either people who are in your same grade in your class people that you are more or less forced to be friends with because you're going through the same experiences and For don't sure. get me wrong i have loved these people they i taught still you love them i've had great times with them and there is nothing wrong with those people they are fantastic it's just me like I am looking for I'm something different. <laughs> I'm looking for something different in this period of my time. Yeah, and I am searching for those friendships. For me, for honestly, she like, found me. Search found over. You. Done. Get out of her DMs. Done. We're done. done. No. <laughs> All you canceled. Bye. <laughs> no. Why is honestly. that also me with you when you're like, I'm busy, I'm going to get coffee, and I'm like, I'm your only friend. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, she's like, she gets really mad when I have I other do. plans. No, but I think that's a really good point. Like, just being open to yourself growing and changing mm-hmm. and being aware of the fact that you're, it's very, 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 very rare that you're going to be friends with the same people throughout your whole life because oh, you're changing, you're growing. I'm such a different person. And I'm sure you are to who you were in high school yeah. and who you are in a, or in elementary school. Even and who I was a year ago. I'm yeah. So different. Just being open to that change and that growth and really advocating for yourself and being vulnerable in your friendships and yeah. saying sorry and, you know, allowing yourself to actually value the person rather than the problem, honestly, mm-hmm. because there's going to be problems in every friendship. You're yeah. never going to find a friendship where you don't fight, mm-hmm. like it's, ever. It's not a true friendship if you're not fighting. No, because then you're just not being honest. There's no way you no. actually agree on everything. Don't lie to yourself. Everything. Yeah. Like, fights are going to happen. <laughs> don't lie to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie to yourself. Um, I think I mentioned this to you earlier this week. Kara's giving me, like, the I, I always do this cue. thing. Wrap it up. Let's go. <laughs> um, I think I mentioned this to you earlier this week where I had one of my colleagues, um, not at the spin studio, I love the spin studio. <laughs> Those are my freaking humans. Those are the Ride or dies. Um, so Ride my... or die. Oh my god. It's a knee slapper. It's a knee slapper. <laughs> I love that you slapped the knee. <laughs> Anyways, at my adult job, um, ask me. I say adult job because I think we all, like, I attribute adult job with things that we don't necessarily enjoy in life. Okay, so get <laughs> anyway, to the gist. Um, at my adult job, be like, oh, like, why aren't you, like, there's this, like, group trip happening. Like, why aren't you on this, like, group trip? And I was like, honestly, I would not get energy from that encounter. Yeah. I love those people. I have nothing but love and respect. But I am just not that person anymore. I don't get energy. What fuels my soul and makes me feel happy is doing x y and z and like i will try to come out to different events uh, when i'm in those environments i will be pleasant and i want those people in my life as like acquaintances we should do a whole episode on extroverts versus introverts yes that's what you're talking about yeah um just stay true to yourself yeah i've come to realize that i am more and more introverted than extroverted which is Tia so there. I want to save this for an episode. Yeah. I okay. feel like this is good. This is good. Yeah. Okay. I also think we should talk about um, like work relationships 
I know we've talked about like talking about like actual relationships mm-hmm. and like f- like families and stuff, but I think like we should talk about work relationships too and like what we have learned through working in different environments because I think it's so it's such yeah, valuable such... lesson. So let us know. We'll put a little poll on our Instagram and even yeah. in the Spotify link. Let us know um, which one you want to hear next. We'll make it a little series. Yeah, yeah. We can either do relationships, family relationships or work relationships next yeah thank you so much for listening Mm -hmm. we had so much fun we actually didn't even normally we do segments but today we were just on a roll we We did not segment anything so thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon okay love you bye